0: Hello, and welcome to And We Got Older, a video game podcast because we wanted to. I'm Kobe McGraw. I'm Andrew Evans. It's the end of the year, and this episode has us sharing our thoughts on our favorite games of 2021. We then close out the episode with a discussion on what we're looking forward to in the new year. Let's rock. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Kobe. It has uh, been a while. We did it. We made it. We survived Mm -hmm. the year we have we have made it to the other side yes and uh we're still playing video games even though we haven't talked about them in a while what was the last game we played mortal combat 11 oh no yes yes that was the last episode we recorded but yeah when we recorded but we uh we did leave off on uh, a promise of ours to talk about Catherine full body as well but we just never got around to it before we get into our like favorites of the year we're gonna give some quick impressions of what we thought about that game since we did play it but yeah what would you uh think about that that game you you played the original right yeah i played the original like right around when it came out and um it was very frustrating it was one of the fucking most frustrating games i think i've ever played Uh, because of the puzzle type of stuff going (laughs) on yeah and i'm just a dumbass you know so like (laughs) some of the puzzles would just be really felt really hard for me and uh combo that with the way the boss the bosses um you know manipulated the stages and whatnot it was yeah i had really tough times on those later stages with the uh, uh the ice blocks specifically especially Ooh, yeah. in the, so we just in slide the original up, like, slide version across dude in the original version the ice blocks looked less obvious than they did in the remake so that was like that was like one of the things that I noticed immediately in the remake. Once I got to that stage, was like, oh my god, the ice blocks are so much easier to to tell what they are now. Because mm-hmm. I, well, I, would slip on blocks that I was like, that's not an ice block. Oh, it is, and now I'm gonna, I'm dead. <laughs> um, but so did you I, had a better time with the the new version, the full body version. Yeah, I think I did overall. I I thought the quality of the voice acting was or just the recording of the of the voice acting was a lot better this time around and mm-hmm. um i dug all of the uh it just seemed like the the visuals of it had just been cleaned up too you know like i, oh, yeah. I thought that it stayed very true to the uh, color palette and kind of the feel of the original but um just better right right and this was this was my first time really playing it i did play the original for like a day or so, like I, I rented it from somewhere for a bit, but never really got into it. But I, uh, played all this one, the full body version, and really, uh, liked most of it. Um, I was a big fan of the, the puzzle mechanics and everything and got really into it and kind of wished I had got to this game before so, so I can kind of like, I don't know, potentially, um, go a little bit competitive with it. Um, yeah. I think I, I could have at a certain point. Um, but I'm yeah. I'm glad this I this just got to Catherine it. strikes me as a game that you would be very good at. <laughs> uh, it's it's it it definitely uh, scratches an itch of mine with the the way it the puzzle puzzles puzzles are, especially the the babble um stuff, which is really hard. It is very hard. Babble mode. Did you dig into any of the multiplayer at all? I did, but I couldn't connect to anyone like i tried numerous times when i was playing this game to connect um but never never got anyone and you know what i finally realized after this whole year has gone by almost a whole year of not playing this game when i was doing my research yesterday uh nobody on ps4 can connect to anyone like it's like a ps4 exclusive problem that like the online just is broken and it doesn't work and (laughs) it has never worked and uh of course I mean, I didn't try to like put Catherine in and see if I could get a match yesterday, but I watched a video about it, and it wasn't from too, too long ago. And it was just okay. like, yeah, it's just not fucking working. Dang. So, yeah, that sucks. Well, maybe if I'll get on some some something else someday, or if it gets ported to PC or at some point, I can try it again. There are a ton of differences, too, between um the original Catherine multiplayer and this one also like lots of balance changes and stuff like that like in the in the old ones i think Catherine and vincent moved at different different speeds and had different uh or like Catherine could move faster but vincent like like pulled himself up quicker or pushed and pulled quicker okay and uh the new ones kind of leveled it all out Mm -hmm. the competitive scene sounds interesting i've watched videos some videos of it on youtube and stuff and looks pretty fun it does look fun um yeah and this is my first atlas game um that i finished and uh thoroughly and enjoyed for the most part uh that's awesome. I, I was gonna say i think some of the uh like just like the horniness of it all is kind of more cringe to me than it was when i was i think the older i get the less i want like that in my yeah. games so like the scene, the very first cut scene where like, um, uh, what's her name? Rin is running down the hallway or whatever. Oh, right. Or, or like running down the, the alleyway. Or something? Yeah. 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 That, and yeah. then like falls on Vincent's face. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, just all come these... on, man. Come yeah. On. <laughs> Typical like anime fan service type stuff. Oh, <sighs> I just fucking hate it. Yeah. Um. It's it's a lot of it. I mean, given the subject material of Catherine as well, it's kind of like even more prominent because of that. Right. That premise. So it's uh certainly around every corner. Um, but overall, I, I enjoyed the the premise and how it went about it. Um, and there's certainly things I did not like about it. I like thought, it it, just could have approached the subject material with more respect and consideration I think with uh like sexuality and gender definitely there were some seems... lines that I remember being like what the fuck what? yeah it, it seems to be a problem with atlas games in general which we'll, we'll get into a little bit later Dude, yes. um but it's, it's such a shame that these games from atlas which are like really fun to play and are, are just like tainted by those like Yeah, just icky, fucking, kind of misogynistic, transphobic, Mm -hmm. kind of, undertones to everything. Yeah. And, um, from my understanding, like, the original game had some really bad, like, transphobia in it. And, like, they really didn't remedy that in this version. Like, like, I'm not sure if that stuff's still in there. But, and they, they added another character that kind of just amplified, like, a lot of that stuff. So... Mm -hmm. it's certainly a weird um i don't know go away uh, a way to go about things yeah it's weird to be like i like this game when it has so much kind of like just fucked up shit in it yeah but like the game itself really dug it the music it's awesome uh the whole thing has a really cool feel to it i don't think any other game really feels or plays like catherine like it's just such a unique thing but right. it, that's what makes it such so much of a fucking shame too, that it is kind of <laughs> tainted by by this like ickiness. Right, right. I agree. And um, uh, yeah. Same with me. I I ultimately enjoyed it, and uh, it's a a fantastic primer for getting into other Atlas games such as Persona, um, which is uh one of my games of the year for me since I finally got to a Persona game, and this time it was Persona 4 Golden. I, I played some Persona 4 Golden this year, too, so I'm, I'm really excited to talk to you about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is uh, one of my games. Um, I played on PC since it was ported to it last year in 2020. And, yeah, I, it's... I, I, lo- I love this game, honestly. Like, it's one of the longest, like, longest uh games i've played i think in recent memory um you play it like mostly in one go right you you didn't take huge breaks in between uh kind of halfway in it, i took a took like a month break a break away from it and it kind of helped me kind of like reset myself a little bit and everything but i didn't have a bad time getting back to it yeah i find that i have a hard time getting back into that type of game if i take a long Mm -hmm. break yeah. Just like, don't remember what I was doing. Or yeah, I was really surprised that I was able to get back days. to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, you know, nearly took 100 hours for me to to finish it, and that like with within a span of four months. So it was like a, I like to view it as a well, since it is a visual novel, like it was kind of like a reading experience for me, like trying to finish a a long book, which, I really enjoyed that experience. Yeah, I definitely get that. Hmm. But did you have a season that you preferred the most? Hmm. Maybe not anything particular, but uh, I can't I can't remember. But all the 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 seasons and the soundtrack that accompanies it is like really adds to like the atmosphere, which the that Definitely. was I think the main draw for me of everything in the game is the setting like it's like a rural town set or like in a small town and it's just something about it like really uh draws me in and the fact that you're like solving a murder mystery with a a group of kids like i'm a big fan of that type of scooby-doo-esque feel to everything so me too I dig the setting of Persona Four so much more than Five. Like Five, 5 I've yeah. always felt mm-hmm. like is like you're like playing as like a Christian youth group or something like that, <laughs> and I fucking hated it. But I I really liked Four. Yeah, yeah. And from what I hear, it's like your first Persona game is like the one you'll love the most. So and I I think uh, now that I've moved on to Persona Five, I uh I I think that's true for me as well. It's just it's it's hard to um get that first time experience especially when it's something i really like already uh Definitely. to move on from that and the uh the whole like ps2 look and aesthetic really kind of gave me a nostalgic feel and it made me feel like i was playing a game during the summer again which uh yeah which is really nice you played it you said you played on pc i did yes how were the graphics and stuff like that on pc like i know that the I played on the Vita, and the Vita version, like, unpatched, it kind of has, like, weird, like, blur to when the characters hmm. are moving and stuff, and that kind of drove me crazy. Yeah, there wasn't really any problems I've found with the graphics or anything, except when I first tried to start it, uh, I had to do some, like, there's something I had I had to do, like, on a, like, add some, like, line of something. Uh, oh, like a command line or something yeah, before you launch Yeah, it. to make it run better um sure. something with like the frames going weird during the cutscenes. Mm. uh that was like the only thing i had issues with but everything else did really well on pc that's awesome mm-hmm yeah and it was yeah. uh bittersweet for me to um reach that end and like kind of say goodbye to these characters yeah uh, that is uh what a journey it's a long one to like day. yeah it was charming but even like, like, like Catherine, it has, it certainly has its issues with uh, problematic stuff like misogyny, sexism, and, you know, Dude, transphobia. all of, all of Kanji's storyline, like just had me raging. Yeah. It's the way they it's, treat it's fat people in, in the, that game. Yeah. So it has me raging. It's, it's tough to get through at times, but I push forward and the, the charming bits that kind of make up for that but not really um i was yeah, just able like for the me whole package is like good enough to where you can like get through those parts yeah yeah for me personally i was i like i was able to get through it but i could completely understand if someone tried to play this game and like was t- totally turned off from that dude for sure yeah. um but moving on to my next game uh it was super liminal uh, a game that originally came out in 2019 it's one of the it's it's like holy shit really no way yeah 2019 mm-hmm. uh, I, I could have swore that was a game that came out like this year or last year I didn't yeah, think it was that unless long unless I'm ago. getting like my information wrong from wherever I searched that <laughs> but I think it originally came out in 2019 first person puzzle game that uses perspective as its main mechanic I uh, really enjoyed it. It came to Game Pass this past year, and that's how I first played it. I I, I knew I'd like the puzzle aspect of it already, and like the aesthetics, like that source like look, that por- like Portal meets Stanley Parable type yes. of feeling. Like I yeah. knew I'd like that bit, but I didn't expect to uh, experience so much like heart within the narrative of this game. That really surprised me like the direction and message that it has um, That's cool long... to hear that. that. That makes me want to play it because I'm pretty sure I only played the demo around the time where they're doing that Steam mm-hmm. Games Festival thing or whatever. And I was like, this is cool. But right. um, I never went back to it. Yeah, like it's it's never a one note uh, with the whole perspective mechanic. Like each chapter has a different spin to that idea of perspective um and it like each iteration of it is really interesting and like after each one i'm like whoa like what what are they going to do next with this and it's it always surprised me and it, it wraps up really nice and neatly with the narrative about perspective as well so it was super um super nice to have that feeling um just overall great game hell yeah i'm adding it to my list Mm -hmm. and i played it a little bit of a little bit of the game with the commentary enabled and that's also just really interesting to go through and see the perspective again from um the developers (laughs) so it's like it like like all feeds into like the idea of perspective really well uh really nicely and they came out with a a multiplayer mode this past year yeah which when Um, i saw that i was like what the hell is this game yeah (laughs) <laughs> I don't know too much about it, but i'm I'm sure it it also feeds into the thematic like the themes and everything and they do they do a a nice job with that. So I'm interested to play it once I uh, get a PC version of it or it gets added to the console versions. Hopefully. But yeah, I hope so. loved it. And uh, for my final game, I'm talking about uh, I played through all of hitman the world of assassination trilogy that's a lot of hitman yes yeah, so it's a uh, it's a good bit and uh hitman 3 came out this past year always which I always forget about because it's was very early on
1: and yeah that was like the, the new very year. beginning
0: right yeah January whatever yeah I think that like January or February but this uh this trilogy uh, started back in 2016 and came to now and I decided to just play all th- all through it in one go and it was a fantastic experience and really kind of showed me the story in a much more compelling compelling way interesting yeah like it, it like before when I played the first game I was really not interested in the story like at all like I just played the missions as they were without right any uh interest in it. But playing it this way, it really really makes it more cohesive and like each game like adds on to the the other stuff and just much more cohesive and I think it's kind of the way it was always meant to be played, to be honest. That's rad. Yeah, -hmm. that that makes sense. Yeah. I've never really been able to follow like the Hitman storyline, just in probably for that same reason. Like I just wanted to play the levels and just do the Hitman stuff. Yes, right. Uh, when I played Hitman three, and I got to like uh, like Dartmoor or whatever, and I was just like, "There's just so much." There's it seems to like it re it made me re interested in like the whole Hitman story for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and especially the way they. Kind of added added these new transitions of the story elements in Hitman Three, like it's something I noticed when playing through all of them. That Hitman Three feels the most polished in the aspect of storytelling, because it, the way they transitioned in between, like like the intro introductions or the ex- exiting of the missions, um, it seems much more like bringing that story to the forefront rather than just having it in the background somewhere. Right, um, and it's, it's really interesting what they do with it very very uh very neat, very neat. love hitman yeah um favorite mission was dartmoor because um, i'm a big fan of that type of setting and like mystery solving like murder mystery stuff um super so fun cool. yeah I, I was like the first time i did that mission i was just dude everything about hitman 3 kind of they really like went for it on like doing Weird shit or shit that I feel like it's not normal for Hitman. Like the train level is crazy. Yeah, um, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah they, they the went mystery all Mystery
0: shit. Like it's it's actually an engaging mystery to solve too. You yeah, know, it's it's it. That was a really fun level. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's they definitely uh uh hit some really really good notes in this one, and it's it's just nice to like have a game like a series like this to where each like each iteration of the trilogy has also been updated alongside like the newer version you know like yeah like all the added. new engine uh yeah. enhancements and stuff like that like mm-hmm. it's way different and, and way better playing through hitman 1 all the hitman 1 levels you know in the hitman 3 client it's right. confusing to tell people about and how to like purchase the right shit oh yeah whatever that's, that's is the really complicated part about it, for sure <laughs> mm-hmm. but it, it it seems to be like and they added it, vr yeah that's true like that it was seems... like the first thing i did i like went and choked out the cameraman in the paris level and uh <laughs> <laughs> I was like this is great beautiful yeah i still haven't played it in vr but it, it seems like a it, it, it would add a, on another spin to everything it's weird that you're using the like the PlayStation controller like I would think that you would somehow want to use the the move controllers but uh, it, it doesn't support that but sometimes I'll turn it on and just go like I'll do I frequently will go to the, the Paris level in VR because it's just so you can just kind of like walk around the party and chill or I'll like go be a bartender and just hang out and be a bartender <laughs> watch the party right like, yep yeah, this is it. It's a new type of job simulator at that point. Literally, yes. I've turned it into a job simulator. Yeah. And they're uh, looking to uh, continue on, like adding things to Hitman 3. They just announced like a year two that will be coming out next year in 2022. 20- That's right. Hitman I didn't 3. know that. Yeah. I think they're adding VR to the PC versions as well. So oh, I, I think yeah. I, they, they're they adding support for the other types of controllers as well. So oh, good maybe that'll be I more feel way better. Yeah, better for immersion and everything. But yeah, I need my immersion when I'm shaking uh <laughs> poison drinks behind the bar. Yeah, great game. Loved it. Um I guess I'm a huge fan of stealth games now. And, yeah, <laughs> dude, it seems like it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, uh, side note, I'm also getting into metal gear this past year and uh it's uh it's, it's yeah, it's becoming one of my favorite genres. For sure that rules yeah yeah what uh what have you uh been playing this past year that's really spoken to you and been notable so i would say i think back in march i played Cyanor wild hearts like i'd sat down and played through the whole thing in one sitting it's uh it's basically played as like a rhythm game where you are some at sometimes timing your button presses but mostly you're avoiding obstacles and either skateboarding or motorcycling or driving a car or uh, you're you're moving forward in one way or another all the while you're collecting hearts and working your way through this beautiful surreal landscape The uh, the colors in this game are fucking incredible you have to follow your heart to get through the you have levels. to follow your heart you're, you're collecting little hearts and um going through these levels and it's just it is a sick fucking pop album it's so good the music is incredible it's mm-hmm. about a girl uh going through a breakup and kind of what it takes to get your groove back yeah and um i played it all in one sitting finally uh the first time i played it i played it on ios when it first came out for apple arcade or whatever and i just didn't really like the the touch controls oh yeah you're covering up like all the visuals which is like the really the like the striking part for me about the yeah. game yeah yeah the visuals and the music for sure um and i felt like that was lost a little in the ios version i th- i've loved every Samogo game on ios but this was the very first one to be like i can't play this on a touch screen <laughs> i feel like maybe i could now just because i've played the game so much right but, um playing it on my tv like sitting on the couch no- nothing distracting me all the way through in one sitting i fucking loved it it was incredible uh wild hearts never die the first time i played that level i just remembered that that sinking feeling you get in your stomach like where your heart falls into your fucking Mm -hmm. into your stomach and uh it happened so many times for me throughout this game yeah i first played it i still play it actually like it still pops up for me me too me too Mm. i cried a couple a couple of times (laughs) yes i love that um so many good levels. I've I've actually just recently been trying to finish Yolo mode. Last <laughs> night, last night I streamed and I got all the way to sorry, not Wild Hearts, or to all the way to Wild Hearts never die twice and died mm-hmm. at the very end twice. Yeah, I, I took a took a little gander at your stream and I was thinking to myself, I'm totally gonna rub this in his face if he doesn't make it. I didn't fucking make it, <laughs> but it's it. okay. To, I'm gonna but make it today, so goddamn it! I got so close. Ugh. <laughs> dude so. i believe i believe you'll get it your your next go around for I sure think I, you just i just overthink it once i get to the end you know like the pressure right. is just so much it, it's it's like fighting jad in old school runescape you know it's it's literally like 50 minutes of, of easy like background activity like you're not even really thinking about it and then eight minutes of like adrenaline pumping fucking you mm-hmm. gotta pay attention one tiny mistake and you're done <laughs> i love those experiences in games uh I always most recently I guess, or it was a while ago, but me trying to get like my 10 million point combo on Tony Hawk's pro skater. Yes. Um, just like constant grind. And like when you're like finally like reaching that, that, uh, that peak, you're like super oh, like God. into it and like <laughs> hearts pounding and everything. Literally uh-huh. dude. My heart was fucking pounding. Like my, my, my Apple watch was like, you need to go to the hospital. <laughs> Do we need to call someone for you? Um, yeah, I felt love the same it. way playing uh, Geometry Wars. Like anytime I got close to my score, my high score on Geometry Wars, I'm I, you know I'm seventh in the world in pacifism. But anytime <laughs> I'd get close to it, I would be like, I can't even fucking look at that corner of the screen. Like I just like no dude, no, I'm too close. There's no way. Good. And um, but yeah, love Signor Wild Hearts. So happy that I finally actually gave it a full play, and I've been playing it like I've played it a bunch of times this year, and I'm gonna play it again today i love it love that game love it reverie was one of my favorite levels i feel like that one's underrated uh that's the one where you're like going through in first person like uh and there's like tetris blocks coming at you and shit okay yeah and i just love like the definition for every being a state of being pleasantly lost in one's thoughts a daydream because i've always felt like tetris was the perfect game for that and like my forever game you know if i were to only have one to play i would love to have something that T- it literally takes all of all of my anxiety away just you can just focus oh, on yeah. one thing yeah speaking of I th- i've played a lot of tetris effect this past year um and that that's definitely helped like you said with like some sort of like anxiety you're having and just like clearly like wipes it away and like exactly. really puts you in a nice feeling yeah you're like in like a zen state state of mind for sure yeah. um let's see what else what else did i play this year I played a lot of Tower Unite by Pixel Tail Games. This is a, it's kind of like VR chat, but less cringe, I think is a good way to describe it. Actually, it might be just as cringe as VR chat <laughs> now. But um, at the time, it, when it, whenever I discovered it, it was certainly less cringe. But um, no, I, I love Tower Unite. It's it, it has been such a good game for escaping, like... The realities of covid and not being able to like hang out with my friends or honestly just feeling like agoraphobia to some extent f- from all of this this has been a really tough year but oh, um, yeah. tower unites just kind of a place where you can uh, you know you you pick a little avatar it's got steam workshop support so you can be like a fucking, you can be the car from initial d if you want to be you can be a can of beans Ooh. be uh sometimes i'd like to be the uh buff winnie the pooh sometimes that's got like <laughs> that's a pretty cool one and there's uh there's like a little plaza where you can just hang out and talk to people um they have typing derby i'm the number one typing derby player in the world by the way undefeated i've literally never lost wow. a single game of typing derby So fucking come at me, bitch. Congratulations. Somebody the other day was like, not the other day, this was like a couple weeks ago, but was like standing near me at Typing Derby and was like, nah, you're going to be, you're so slow. I'm going to beat your ass. (laughs) And I was like, sit down, just sit, just sit the fuck down and let's play. And he finally (laughs) sat down and I fucking smoked his ass. And he was like, oh my God, you're the first person to ever beat me. You're really fast. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, that's right, bitch. That's what my name, but like under my name, it says rank one typing derby playa. Oh Nobody will ever beat me at typing derby. Come <laughs> see me at the keys. Yeah, this game seems very much your game for sure. Like, dude, it rules whole, everything about it. It's got a very nightclub. Android. You can uh queue up music and you just go ham at the nightclub with a bunch of people. I've definitely had a, a lot of nights where I'd just be like high as fuck at the nightclub with droid sandstorm (laughs) playing full blast like doing a t-spin on the fucking table and um it's it's great honestly if you're into mini golf the mini golf in tower unite is worth the price of access alone like i had played i think i looked at my little collection log or whatever the other day i've played i think like 80 hours of just the mini golf by itself I need to get wild. this game and play mini-, mini golf with you. Dude, you would love it. I'm telling you, it's awesome. And there's, there's also, uh, you have uh player housing. So you have like a condo that everyone gets for free. And I fucking went ham on the condo customizing. Like I learned the fucking, uh, the whole unreal engine from doing this shit. Like I got <laughs> so good at the editing. Uh, my house is incredible. I created a lot of really awesome facades, um, in there. Um, What else about Tower Unite? I don't know. Tower Unite rules. Everybody should play Tower (laughs) Unite. Nice. So, if if everyone plays it, it'll hopefully unite the world. Uh, I I think it would. Yes. My last game for my list is a game that I really didn't expect to click so hard with, but it's Super Auto Pets by Team Wood Games. It is a auto battler like uh like a team fight tactics or a um what the hell are the other ones are there other ones hearthstone battlegrounds i guess is also one of those i don't think i've ever really played an auto battler yeah that's the thing man they're uh they're hard to get into because the burden of knowledge is so high especially like the later you get into them you know there's so many units and so many um effects and stuff like that like i've also been playing a little bit of team fight tactics uh shouts out to gabby i know that would be on their uh top list But uh, that game is really fucking hard for me because the speed at which it's played is, you know, there's a timer on each turn. And um, I don't know shit about what any of the units do. So I would just sit there and, like, try to, you know, try to learn the units and read about what they do. And uh, there's, like, a fucking timer ticking by and you just don't have time to really process all the information. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the cool thing about super auto pets is it's asynchronous. So you just, it play you play it at your own pace. Like I'll frequently just be, you know, doing something else while I'm also playing super auto pets while I'm watching a video. And, uh, you can take all the time that you want in the world on taking your turn. Um, it, you only fight somebody when you press the the button to go. So, uh, super auto pets is very simple too, with the positioning, because it's just, you just have a row of animals. And it's a row of animals fighting against another row of animals. So the strategy comes in if, you know, like a, a popular strategy is uh, the badger. If you get the badger and put the honey item on him, when the badger dies, it does equal damage. It does however much damage it took back to, uh you know, on each side of it. So say there's like a, a big fucking dog at the end that has... A twenty attack twenty health and the dog hits your badger the badger's gonna die it's gonna also kill the dog and then what the honey does is it spawns a bee in place of the the badger so like I've won so many games from just having <laughs> the honey badger <laughs> at the very end and like trading uh with the with the last enemy creature uh nice it's it's interesting it's it's hard because there there will be times where you'll get to like you'll get to like turn six or something like that and you'll be like how on fucking earth could somebody have a f- 30 attack 30 health horse already like i don't understand i don't think the matchmaking's is perfect and i don't think this game is perfect and it's gonna you're gonna be like this is bullshit so many times <laughs> but it doesn't really matter because the pace of it's so quick it's easy to get in and out of games and um I'm having a lot of fun just dipping my toes into this genre that I've always been interested in, but felt overwhelmed by. Okay. Now I feel like I understand how this shit is played, and uh, it's making, like, team fight tactics a lot more palatable for me. Nice. Just because I have, like, a base understanding of what the fuck is going on. Okay, so it's like a nice primer for you to get yeah. into the other other stuff and the way the the visuals look and the way you're explaining explaining it seems very casual and uh laid back for for getting into that genre which is nice it is and you know there is a layer of strategy and a layer of depth but also it's very uh rng based so you're a lot of times you just you will get lucky Mm -hmm. and uh, get the things you need or sometimes you're unlucky and don't get the things you need but such is the nature of those games right that uh huh. that visual style reminds me of uh like some like it reminds me of a different area like era of games i used to play or like when like first when like app games were first coming out on your phone dude yeah like balloons like tower defense or something yeah like, like thick bold lines very like mm-hmm. simple art yeah i like it i do too it's not on ios yet but that will be that'll be a fucking life ender for me (laughs) nothing but all the time super auto petting all the time nice well um shall we get into the game we uh both played and we're going to spoil oh we're gonna spoil the shit out of this game okay so up next we have inscription from daniel mullins games God, dude. I loved Inscription. Like, th- this whole year, as a year in video games for me, like, I almost started to think I just didn't like games that much anymore. Because <laughs> I've mostly just been playing the same shit that I always have been playing, you know? Right. And um, haven't really... I haven't played pretty much anything on my consoles this year. Besides when Hitman came out at the very beginning. Okay. And, I mean, Sayonara Wild Hearts. But... Um, inscription renewed my love for video games <laughs> i know that's dramatic nice, sounding nice. but <laughs> yeah. i played it and i was no, like yeah. oh my god this is fucking awesome this is like everything that i love about video games in one game mm-hmm. yeah I, I completely understand that um but yeah like and like we said it's we're definitely getting going to get into spoiler territory so you have been warned um which yeah i said this game is kind of I haven't played a Daniel Mullins games like before. Before this, I like, but I knew a lot about the type of vibe those games come with it, and like the kind of narrative that I could potentially receive from this type of game. So it it didn't really hurt me in that that sense. It kind of like more prepared me for things that were coming up in the game too. Like, um, but we'll Just get no, we'll get into there's that. There's always like more to it than what mm-hmm. it seems like um i'll also put a disclaimer in the show notes too for times to skip if you don't want any inscription spoilers nice well yeah i i the like initial core gameplay of this game like the very first part of it is something i really got into like when i was first playing in that that first part and um fighting uh What's Leshy. the leechy, leechy? Leshy. Leshy. Okay. Leshy. Fighting Leshy. And that whole part was really fun for me. Really Same. enjoyed it. And I haven't played I too thought... many like roguelikes or anything. And like the the grind that had with like, I repeated it a few times because I died. or Yeah. I would going you 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 obviously dug the loop of it if that was uh, one of your favorite parts of it. Yeah. Yeah really loved that part and that's awesome the things i could um do along the way and the different type of things that could change up the the rhythm loved it did you find that the card game aspect of it was challenging to learn in, in any way i took on to it pretty quickly i think um i definitely had trouble fine-tuning it to the point where i was like you know quote-unquote good at it but right um like i go back of- and look at my footage of like my early runs in the cabin and i'm just like god damn it i'm such an idiot compared <laughs> to like where i was when i was finishing the game right yeah you definitely learn a lot more about it along the way uh throughout the entirety of the game but yeah like the just card game that initial and part one card game was par- probably my my favorite favorite part favorite um like an iteration of the card game itself i agree i think it starts very 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 strong and um part two once you get to it it's like a top down sort of earthbound looking pixel art thing is uh i felt like that was more of a slog to me like I still was having a great time, but going through each of those four sections and, um, I died a lot, I think on that second world, just like I had to grind a lot yeah. to get, uh, mm-hmm. to get, uh, through it. Yeah. I, I don't think I died too many times in that area, but it was definitely a slog for me. And that was when also the game started to get really exhausting for me. I agree. Um, not not just in terms of like the gameplay change up and everything and like visuals and stuff like that, it's just the framework where the game goes in after part one when things change and gets meta is like well, I started to lose interest pretty fast um but the good thing about that is like the gameplay was still enjoyable for me to push on too, even though I didn't really enjoyed the direction the narrative was going in right for me personally um because it's and even like in like the part three like you're doing like almost the same thing again too so it's just like i don't know i just wish it was kind of when i got to part three i think that was the hard swing for me back in like the okay i'm back in this i'm very interested Mm -hmm. again um i wanted to see more about po3 and right just there's so much hidden shit in that game that i had no idea about until like i've i missed a lot of the secret bosses and uh oh okay all of that i'm not sure what i missed and what exactly i did get to at the end but did you um, find hitler's corpse in the second trap oh no i did not i don't think there's corpse is in there somewhere Crazy. <laughs> and he's got the carnival cards over the deck in his pocket. Interesting. But yeah, um, this the whole just the whole uh, narrative behind this game is it's not my favorite. Um, when I think about this game, because I'm just like kind of turned off by meta narratives in general these days. It kind of can go pretty like it, They all seem to go in the same direction and it doesn't really interest me, mm-hmm. especially like in the whole like found footage stuff. I wasn't a fan of either. Mm. Um, Cause it, there's something about that. When you go into meta narrative for me is it loses that initial magic. Yeah. Like you realize has. that it's very manufactured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that first part of the game is it, like, it's filled with so much like you're set in this world of just like this, mystery and you're just you're learning this world and then you're kind of brought back out into the like real world once that that found footage stuff comes into play and it kind of like i don't know i, I wish it just held on to that magic a little bit longer for me or if right. um do the meta narrative in a different way and just have like the diary notes like the dev the dev notes like that just be it I, I wish that that was the way it went about things for me personally, yeah, yeah, I definitely How'd you feel about that? it. Yeah, um, I enjoyed it. I I liked the uh, all the FMV stuff. Um, I liked kind of piecing it all together. Once I got to the end, and um, that last, just the the last sequence, whenever the Stink Bug, what's her name, she destroys yeah. the the game, and then everything starts to kind of fall apart. Like I got teary eyed specifically whenever i was fighting against leshy again and like the 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 score thing went away and it was just like oh we're just playing we're just playing for fun let's just keep going anyway and Mm -hmm. uh just shaking his hand one last time i thought was was cool yeah yeah i like the pacing of that 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 end um yeah i think it could have been shorter overall for for me personally like if if that i probably would have I I still love this game. This is still my favorite game that came out this year by a lot, but I don't think that uh the second chapter being as long as it is or even the third chapter being as long as it is to be honest, like did anything for me because I really missed the cabin. Yeah, that's same same with me. Like I the robot world, until my Ouroboros was like super jacked and I had like those uh the wh- whatever the cards were that you were modifying with all those crazy f- you ended it like oh, by the yeah. end of it had like a gazillion fucking modifiers on it um mm-hmm. i wanted to bite my fucking arm off whenever i would <laughs> run into one of the like bounty hunters and i just wouldn't draw what i needed to not die and right. there were so many times where i'd be like okay wh- why do they have a eight a fucking five eight bear on turn one and i have like nothing but shit and i'm never gonna like there's no possible there were so many situations i was in where there was no way to survive, and um, I got set back quite a bit. Yeah, it took me a like a lot longer than I thought it would for me to finish this game. Like it took me twenty hours overall. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm gonna yeah. look at my how, how long is my Steam hours? Let's see. I've got seventeen point nine hours in it. So okay. damn, dude, it took you even longer than it took me because I've been playing the uh, I've been playing a little bit of the Casey mod. Have you fucked yeah. with any of that? I have because um, I was like. Like, like you, like you, like this is like probably my, my, my game of the year, but I definitely don't love a lot of it. Um, but this Casey's mod is exactly what I want from the game. Like I wish this was the game. Like this, right. this is, this was, this was it. Cause this was yeah. like, it's perfect for me. Um, and I'm not a big fan of roguelikes and it's like, it, it, it has that magic and feel of that first part, obviously. And, um it's fun really enjoy it even though i haven't finished a run yet and it's hard <laughs> i have not finished a run yet either i get to like the third boss area usually and just fucking die yeah I, um, I, I sometimes do, like, i've even stupid. died to just the random encounters like i'll just get very unlucky yeah i missed that ouroboros did you did you have an ouroboros in your playthrough? i, I never really used used one you, I don't it's think. insane because you could just suicide it, bring it back, suicide it, bring it back. Like mine was I think twenty-nine twenty nine or something like that by the end, and it okay. had it could strike in three different directions or whatever. So it, like if I put it down, that was the end of the game and I got a gazillion teeth and or a gazillion of whatever the currency <laughs> was or whatever section it was. But yeah, I mainly know. like like to utilize like the undying cat or whatever it is that helped yes. out a lot for me, and like all the mantises or mantis I, whatever you want to say um and ants stuff like that so, i loved all of the i i think part, part of why like the the, sec- the second chapter you know was not as fun to me was i dug the like the room style like exploring mm-hmm. the little yeah. cabin and like fucking with all the stuff and opening the safe and all this I was so interested in knowing what was going on with all these cards and why they were speaking to yeah. me and the flashing from the other side of the door. And I mean, it's all just, yeah, like it's, it's so that cool. mystery behind it that really like draws you in and like, you want to know more, um, within that, like very minimal space. It's not like really large where like, Oh, I'm kind of lost or anything, but like you it's in sight, you know, dude, there's a lot Some of, degree. Uh, stuff that's like the the the, like hidden logs and stuff like that that are that you can access by going into the console in the middle of loading from yeah if you if you load up chapter two or whatever control c like you get access to the like you could try to delete the old data and it like says it first of all it types prints you shouldn't delete that or whatever and then it changes it the shouldn't to you cannot delete that which is interesting i thought that was cool hmm Um, There's lots of cipher stuff to figure out with the, that kind of ties back into the ARG and whatnot. And I I figured I found out that one of them was through one of Daniel Mullins's like uh, old failed Kickstarters, and you have to like download the demo for that game and then like play that part of it and all this (laughs) stuff. Like this this it's cool to see how long ago the seeds were planted for this, and that like makes me respect. It's like he's a fucking genius of a i think this is like a master class in game design and um mm-hmm. i don't know i I loved it nice yeah i yeah really enjoyed playing this game a lot i'm missing five achievements I don't, I don't know what i'm missing though yeah i think i am too it's probably the same oh one of them is i have to steal a creature back from the angler okay i, I, I how have i not oh with the that? hook is that use with the hook or something yeah yeah I don't know um, how I haven't done that yet. Uh the music? I love the music in this game. Yes. So good. Really really good. Dude, um, when I got to the trapper, that's the the scraping and the, the the feel of it. Oh. Yeah, it helps with that atmosphere and mood. And I like it think I experienced again the most within that that cabin, that first part of the game cuz it has all those those um those type of characters that pop up from Lishi. Yeah. Even just the little, like, uh, like the little strings and stuff like that while you're walking around the cabin is fucking awesome. Right. Boy. Um Do you have any other thoughts on inscription? I'm trying to look through my notes. This, um... Yeah, I don't... Uh, I want to like keep on hating on the the narrative at all, but I'll just like no, really, I I think I think it's totally valid. It's a really um, it just like it just touches on things that um I've been thinking a about a lot during like playing and like experiencing these types of narratives, um right. that utilizes like the whole meta stuff and like found footage and like makes me think of um house of leaves as well the book house of leaves in regards like comparing the two, like how both for me have this like really core like nice um story to it that i find really engaging but then like the other stuff kind of like so convoluted yeah like pulls you away from the thing you're interested in yeah like the navidson house like files or whatever it's called and house of leaves that's like the equivalent of Part win for me of, definitely of, anytime uh, i go from that back to like johnny talking about feeling weird at the tattoo shop mm-hmm. i'm just like no dude take me back to right oh, like, what's going just- on with Davidson? <laughs> i didn't yeah it, i wish it was just that davidson stuff in that that book but yeah um i just think i just i think these days i'm much more interested in more simple approaches to that type of stuff mm-hmm um and i don't like usually don't like things like pull me out of something like that like the whole whole meta stuff and everything including sometimes the stuff that like access in your computer files and stuff like that it can kind of be fun but it can kind of also be like okay i i've i get it type of thing yeah yeah. My, I mean uh, my fav- my favorite was dropping the Ago podcast in there and having <laughs> having it play it back to me. I was like, "Oh my god, what the fuck is happening?" Nice. Uh that was cool. Nice. Uh Yeah, I don't think it did it necessarily in this game, but um so I'm not gonna pick on it here, but um if I like I play if I, if I play another game that kicks me out of it and has to like restart it and like do some weird stuff. I don't know. I'll probably just be done with that game i'm like yeah tired i think of that type of thing <laughs> so much i first experienced that in i'm scared and i loved the way that i'm scared did it mm-hmm. but most of the time that games do it it's not that cool yeah um did that that game uh eeb did that do it does eeb kick you to the desktop i, I don't think so because i feel like that was like might have been the first time i experienced that like i played it over at your place i could be wrong does it it might it, it literally has been i think the when we played it together was the last time i played that game okay it could have been i'm scared because i think we played it in the same session same session <laughs> probably yeah
1: Like here are these games
0: mm-hmm. let's play them but yeah i i don't get me wrong i do love this game um just uh there's something some things i did not that, like about that, it that's like Just a testament to how fucking great this game is, that there's like a whole chunk of it that I didn't really like that much, and it's still one of my favorite games I've ever played, probably, and definitely my favorite game I played this year. Yeah, completely agree. Uh. Also, I know that this game ties a lot into The Hex and Pony Island, the other two Daniel Mullins games. Like, Game Funa is like the corporation that's featured in all three of these. And uh, I just recently started playing The Hex. I haven't finished it, but... I just, it was, it was shocking when I launched that game and heard the sounds and stuff and was like, oh God, this is, this is inscription. Like there's so much (laughs) here that is in inscription and, um, it's neat. And I, I I I appreciate the overall, (laughs) like being able to maintain this like universe almost. Right. I keep on, uh, popping up in your games too, right? As ghosts. You do. This has been the year of uh, I don't think we've played a game together at all this year, but you mm-hmm. have been a ghost in fucking <laughs> everything. I played Oxenfree. You were there. I was like, what? That's Kopi in the mirror. Uh, Forza, Horizon 5, there you are. Ghost, you're always like in second or first place most of the match, which I think is funny. <laughs> um, I'm haunting you. <laughs> yeah, Inscription, you were the first card to slam down onto the onto the battlefield. Nice. Love it. Well, uh, yep, those are our main games of the year, I think, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, how about we go into our break and soundtrack pick, and we'll be back with uh, some more honorable men- mentions and uh, some games we're looking forward to in the new year. That sounds good to me. Okay. So we have The Trapper and the Trader by Jonah Senzel for the game Inscription. I'll be right back. back we're back yay we're gonna talk about uh, our honorable mentions and nfts just kidding we're not talking about nfts because they suck but um we're gonna talk about some more games you know i saw a lot of people shilling nfts over christmas and i just thought that was the saddest thing i've ever seen in my life (laughs) on the flip side of terrible stuff that nfts are we have some other good games like for me unpacking was uh really good i played a bit of unpacking yeah it's a nice and cozy game to get into and play a little of and it's not a long game at all short and sweet um really cool aesthetic all the pixel graphics and good sound design you know, and the the covers and and everything on the the games and the game consoles and all that shit is like it is so recognizable. It, it look it yeah is incredible what they've done with such limited pixels. Right. Yeah. It's also seamless and just very cohesive, and the tone and everything really really nice. And I I love the it has a very minimal type of way of telling its story. Um, through these objects that you're placing around everywhere i really really like the way they went about it and it's very um it's filled with a lot of heart so I, yeah. I i'm always down with those type of games did you play it on pc i played it on xbox uh oh interesting um, yeah i uh, came out through game pass and i played it that way that's cool yeah so yeah Great game. your unpack and unpacking style would you slam all the box like open all the back boxes and dump everything on the ground and then figure it out? I kind of you- did a a mix uh, between like going one box at a time and then sometimes I would just unpack everything and go from there. <laughs> it just kind of whatever I felt at the moment honestly it's kind of yeah I respect that mm-hmm. but uh yeah it's it's really nice when you get to that point where you're like oh this looks pretty nice. Yes. I I like the way this looks. Yeah, and then all the, all the movie covers in the game really well done. I was trying to it doesn't like have the title or anything, but um, you can kind of guess. You can tell. Yeah, yes, it's like incredible. Donnie Darko for sure. Like, yeah, yeah, instantly recognizable. <laughs> instantly, um, really cool. But yeah, moving on. I also have Jet the Far Shore, and also alongside that sort of like a, a double feature um as x01 these games are kind of in the same vein in my opinion uh the way they feel and play and they're both space games yeah and for jet i just really like that there's another super brothers game out there for the most part like it didn't really meet my full expectations but that's kind of unfair honestly yeah, like how I on earth could been- it yeah, it's been so long since Sword and Sorcery, and um, it's just like a totally different type of game, really, uh, even though it does have some sort of tonal similarities and everything. But um, I do like the game. Just don't play it on a base PS4 because it doesn't really run well. What? Really? Um, in my experience. Um, oh. Yeah, I would love to play it on PS5, though, and use those adaptive triggers, because I think it would be oh, I bet that. That's so good. Mm hmm. But I hope to play that game again at some point, so it can maybe be a better experience for me. Um, And x One, really short and sweet game as well. Um, Very vague in its storytelling, but feels super nice and relaxing just to glide through the air as this sort of space marble, and really cool ambient soundtrack. Really, really dig the feel. A lot lately. Yeah, definitely suggest that um yeah really cool and i, I kind of wish there was a, a game or maybe eventually a game that kind of mixes the two together since they're so similar i mm-hmm. do kind of the opposite things better of each other um so maybe one day that can be a thing i love um, a lot so- of the storytelling in um what's the super brothers game again i'm sorry jet yes jet the far thor <laughs> In Jet the Far Shore, the storytelling um, happens like while you're flying and stuff. D- did you find it oh, hard yeah. to follow because of that? In the beginning, it's really hard to grasp because you're trying to learn the game, learn the controls of using your spaceship jet, and trying to like you're also trying to learn about this new world you're in. So it's like dialogue and like UI stuff everywhere um, at a certain point in the beginning. So it's kind of like. It's hard to wrap your, your head around it at first, but you eventually get used to it, or at least I did. And in the end, it kind of, it it, it comes to a, a nice, um, it complements it, it uh, in a, in a, the narrative in a, a good way because it, it strikes some, or it asks some really interesting questions about the whole nature of what you're doing. Interesting. So yeah, I have a lot of respect for it, that game um yeah i'm, a, I'm yeah. just a huge super brothers fan mm-hmm. in general yeah great soundtrack too um loved it I'm uh, moving on i also played forza horizon 5 oh yeah this is yeah. a fun one it's you know it's just a it's nice to play a good old racing game um especially when it's like set in this open world type of setting that i didn't know i would like as much as i did you know, a, when I when I play it, though, sometimes I have the, like, the when I'm just, like, slamming through tables and vegetable, uh, fruit stalls and all this stuff and just fucking this whole place up, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. like, this is just, like, gentrification of Mexico. Like, the, the Forza Horizon Festival is probably one of the worst things that could ever happen to a country or place, just in general. Like, these motherfuckers are, like, airdropping vehicles. Just... Completely the area. Yeah, literally (laughs) obliterating everything. They're gonna be occupying this place for an indefinite amount of time. Mm -hmm. And just leave it Um, in ruins once everything's over. (laughs) Exactly. When, if ever it ends, it will be Mm left in ruins. Like I would be so pissed off like just living there. Living through that, like they should make a game that's the flip side of it, where it's just people living while the Forza Horizon festivals going on, because it would be a <laughs> or a, like the aftermath, nightmare. like clean up, like just cleaning up their their messes and stuff. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, but damn, what a great game! Yeah, it's it's super fun to play, and it's I, I play like I think I think I finished the like the main like events and everything. Uh, so I played it, I played a good amount of it, and. From beginning to end, it's pretty entertaining. Um, There's some crazy set pieces in it, like the mount and like like all the the heights it goes to, Mm -hmm. like literally and like physically in that game is pretty crazy. And there's some wild like monster trucks that are kind of intimidating towards the end. That just like again wreck havoc on everything. It's (laughs) it's honestly scary. But it's. it's I'm fun. only like a couple hours in, but um, yeah. I really need to get it. Yeah, that's a great like intro mission too. When you're like getting out, like getting used to all the seasons and like the cars and like that huge plane. Like you're like racing the plane, dude. Like, the that, plane thing. That that I'm not gonna lie. I fucking like sighed out loud. Like I was just like, <laughs> seriously, we're doing this again. <laughs> we're racing the plane again, and the plane's like, oh, you just beat me just by the mm-hmm. near host. My God, a hair of your fucking chin. <laughs> uh, I I enjoyed it. Good, uh, especially if you have Game Pass, just hop into it for a little God, bit. God, Game Pass. This has been the year of Game Pass, like, for sure. The value is mm-hmm. just insane, for sure. And like the amount of people who played Forza Horizon Five, it's pretty pretty wild. Um and how and how could i forget um d also it's just it's nice to cover all of my cars and anime girls so i've been doing that as well yes it's nice to nice to do that i think the first i have a really really souped like... up fast mystery incorporated from scooby-doo <laughs> oh band. shit that's awesome I, yeah i can do donuts real fast in that Dude, i i, I want to see i have to. <laughs> gotta play it <laughs> Um, I don't think I've ever played multiplayer in a Forza Horizon game. It's just always been kinda like the the ghosts and shit. I've never I don't think I've ever played that game with another person. Yeah, it's kind of spotty at times, to be honest, in Forza Horizon 5 at least. Oh. Um like you'll just disappear and like reappear. It's it's kind of strange. Weird. um but it, it works. Sort of. Uh make so have some fun. It works more um, than, uh, than Cla- Catherine full body for the were That's for. That's for sure. That's for sure. Um, some other games uh, I want to talk about are actually board games as well um, that I want to mention. I actually finally, for like a long, the longest time, have been wanting to play Catan, Settlers of Catan. So I finally played Catan this past year. I've never played it. How was it's it? a lot of fun. Um, super simple to get into and learn um I played it with my family and i'm my my mom is actually surprisingly like really good at it and she's gets kind of really uh ruthless at it and like wins every no. game <laughs> um so i have to like watch out for my mom for like trying to try to <laughs> try to make moves on the roads and everything <laughs> real quick um but yeah it's it's really it's been fun to play like a board game like that and just get into real quick with my family that is cool Mm -hmm. one other board game or card game uh i played is arkham horror it's like this living card game that's i think is still ongoing that's what they they make packs but i've gotten like the first intro pack i forget what it's called and an additional pack which i haven't played but uh it's set in this like cosmic horror setting like lovecraftian stuff where you're facing, man. Mm, I dig this box art. Mystery, yeah, mysterious stuff. This is cool. Um, really fun. Um, once you once you uh, grasp the rules, which is kind of hard to get into because there's so much of it. Um, it's it's super fun to get into and role play with the characters you uh, you pick. If you have like a a willing like group of people to play with as well, that's like ideal. Um, Other people that also want to role play, yes, yes, yeah. and not like you know, play it monotone. Like a mockery it, really, exactly. Yeah, it can be real fun to play in that setting. And it's also a pretty hard game to play. I died a couple times, I think, and I had to restart. But yeah, those were like my, my main games. I've uh, I played. What about you? Um, I played a lot of old school runescape this year i got my quest cape finally i did theater of blood i've done i've done a lot of uh nice a lot of runescape stuff a lot of runescape accomplishments i haven't really been like i said i think this was the year that i just was almost like i don't even want to play like i've had no interest in playing most of the new games and um found a lot of comfort in in older ones nice um i played aria of sorrow castlevania aria of sorrow for um i know that came out in the gba collection but i played it on the vita and uh man i fucking love that game that's one of my favorite castlevania games of all time the gba castlevania games are so good what a great collection of games i need to play a castlevania game i have still not played one uh honestly man if if you start with that gba collection like you can't really do wrong by that like they're all so good very fun just enough like rpg elements and kind of uh freedom of player expression in those games it's it's good um i played a lot of Fortnite this year this was a, a, a year of a lot of Fortnite for me i i finished the a battle pass for, for a little bit once oh we did didn't we <laughs> yes that's right holy shit i forgot about that yeah um i feel like i've gotten pretty decent I mean, I'm I'm not like you see people that are like Fortnite players, you know what I mean? These motherfuckers like are like the new age of building in the in this game has is just ridiculous. The way people like wall up, edit a hole in the wall, shoot, (laughs) close the hole in the wall, like it's all about like box control and like boxing people in and shit. Like it's just so. Are are you building now? Like I didn't really build that much. Did you? Oh, no, no, not. Well, I tried to build back in the day, but the most I can okay. do is like a one by one. And like, I think that's like the most that a lot of people were doing before they added the, uh, the creative mode where you can just spam practice building. And sometimes I'll go in and just practice building and just go crazy. And, um, okay. I've gotten pretty decent at it. So I don't feel it's too overwhelmed when I see somebody like shoot up to the fucking sky and you know, the second I shoot at them, I'm like, okay, I can probably take this guy. if I- Yeah, right. right. <laughs> but um, they've also made it to where, and I think this is to the detriment of the game for a lot of people who are into the building aspect of it. But SMGs kind of just mow through walls and you can kind of just spray people down if you're playing, especially if you're playing in squads or threes or whatever. Like if you're just, if somebody's trying to build and hold where they're building at you can easily just spray them down. Which I like because I'm not trying to be this like cracked out builder, but (laughs) I get that. Like that's frustrating for people who are very, very good at the building. Right. um, Fortnite continues to be a incredible free to play game. I think it's crazy how like continuously it's been growing. Yeah. Just, just the yeah, the sheer amount of like how how much it's it's grown since the beginning. of yeah, that game, it's I crazy s- to think I about. S- I saw a, a Batman doing uh, Gangnam Style or whatever the other <laughs> night, and I was just like, "This is fucked up. Like, this, <laughs> all of this is fucked up. It shouldn't be, but it is." And, yeah, um, it's the direction we're heading in, and it's a, uh, it's the metaverse. Yeah, it's everything will be one thing. Everything metaverse and everything NFTs. There's a lot of fun. Uh god damn it, dude. No. Okay. It, any anything getting NFTs added to it, like they should just they gotta go to jail immediately. Yes. Uh I know a Ghost Recon game has added NFT games or NFTs this year. And um what's funny is I've heard like this theory that like They are adding it to a game that nobody fucking cares about and making it like intentionally bad so that like they can be like, look, it didn't work and they don't ever have to do anything like that again. But oh my God, I mean, that would be sick if that was the play. Like they're literally sabotaging this this thing just because it's like they don't want to have to fucking put this in. Like imagine Rainbow Six Siege having fucking NFTs in it. (laughs) (laughs) Who likes NFTs? Why? Why do you like I don't I don't I just they're just bad period bad for yes, everyone really are. there's nothing good about them they're fucking stupid and <laughs> i'm evil. pretty sure uh um i know we're getting into a tangent on NF- nfts now but <laughs> i'm pretty sure P- uh, peter molyneux is like getting into nfts for some that game that motherfucker he would I'm be Pretty sure <laughs> uh, God, damn it hate, hate no it. nfts in 2022 it's not gonna happen but um, no unfortunately anyway, another game that i played this year Shocking that I played it this year and never before was Frog Fractions. Have you ever played Frog Fractions? I haven't. No, dude. I'm not even going to tell you what it's about. I'm not going to tell anyone what it's about. If you haven't played Frog Fractions yet, go download it on Steam. It's free. I loved it. It was. It's awesome. Without Frog Fractions, there would be no Inscription. I don't know if that's true, but that's the way I feel. Wow. Okay. (laughs) I think without Frog Fractions, there wouldn't be a lot of cool things. Okay. Uh, It came out in 2012. I don't know wow, how yeah, I okay. have. I've, I've always a, heard people way, so. bring it up and talk about it, but I've never looked into it for whatever reason. And um, yeah, that the, like so good. The, the image I'm thinking of when you say frog fractions is like number munchers. Yeah. It's like what I'm thinking. Yeah, totally. It also teaches you how to type. There's like a little typing game in oh, it where you're, okay. there's, there's flies. You're like clicking on the flies and eating them. And then there'll be sections where it's typing and the flies will have words on them and you'll type those words and catch those flies and. You're upgrading your frog, giving him like a sticky tongue and stuff like that, so you can s- okay s- suck up more flies. Um, check it out. Yeah, I think you'll like it, or you might hate it, depending on how you feel about. I mean, yeah, I'd be like, we just talked about meta sucks. shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just like inscription. <laughs> this is what Andrew was talking about. I hate it. <laughs> oh boy, God! Another game that I tried to play this year, and the keyword there is tried is cyberpunk 27 oh boy i watched mute and i was like you know what i want to play cyberpunk and um it still just is kind of a piece of shit on playstation 4 pro at least uh there were i had so many issues with audio overlapping like people talking over each other and then audio just getting cut out completely uh there's still fucking visual pop in literally everywhere the writing i find insufferable uh specifically a lot of the little phrases they use like they say biz instead of biz <laughs> and deets instead of details be like give me the biz and it'll be like really uh, serious fucking moments where they say these things like key character dies and he's like i need the deets what happened and i'm just like dude i fucking hate you and i hate everyone (laughs) in this game like none of these people should ever have any sort of happiness uh the music in the future also fucking sucks too kobe in case you're wondering every fucking radio station is dog shit except for the jazz station that one's okay it reminded me of gta 4 kind of but um yeah it's just kind of a you know, that that game could be so awesome if if it had, like, any soul in it. Like, all the NPCs are still just nothing-ass husks. I'll follow them around for, like, 30 minutes just to see what they're going to do and where they go. And they just either go around in circles or end, end up, like, disappearing or... No one has like anything interesting to say. Yeah, just like real life, exactly. You walk yeah. into the grocery store, everybody is... You look one way and then look back and then look back <laughs> again and they're all gone or different. Uh, also, I experienced a part in there where my arms disappeared completely. Like, my arms, at one point during a cutscene, stuck out into the side, like straight out into the right, both of them. And then they never ever reset for the rest of the game. Like, I, I'm like 10 or 12 hours, whatever it is, in. And I'm still just like every cutscene that I go through when I have to pick something up or set something down or whatever, it's just invisible floating. And then if you look over, you can see both my arms sticking out to the fucking side. I I think I'm just stuck this way forever. I don't think I'll ever get to have control of my arms again. When I lay on the bed, I lay down, and it looks like I'm. I mean, the the way you lay down on the bed is already dumb in the first place. But then I have my arms like sticking up into the sides too, and it's just like, what the fuck is happening here? God, I hate. I really hate to hear it. So I, I, for some reason, I still like want to play it. Like I still, there's this idea of that game that I, I I hope to get at some point in the near future. And, and hopefully maybe it'll actually come to that in like 2023 20, or whatever. I don't know when they update it, but it has moments too, where you're like, this is great. I, I'm a lot of the gunplay feels pretty good. Like the sound effects on the guns are good. Uh, The way people look and the, just the grime and grit of the world is cool, but there's just nothing there. Like there's not shit to do really besides like kill. And I don't know, do the same like yeah. open world jank ass missions that you've been doing in every other open world game forever. Uh, oh, it man. makes me sad. I I want to like it so bad. There's stuff that I do like about it, but god damn it, like the the writing is insufferable. Look, very um, unfortunate. What, what what I think that's it. Well, oh I also played through uh, Oxenfree this year. I played yes. it all in one sitting. I fucking loved it. At first, I wasn't so sure that I was going to love it because the first bits of that game where you're at the at the little like beach party and all that, the campfire, yeah. the fire and all that, everyone was like talking over each other, and uh, I thought it was going to drive me insane. I was like, if everyone's talking like this the whole game, I'm not going to be able to handle it because it'd be like, you know, I would start saying something and then somebody would be saying something over me while someone else is explaining something and the way that a lot of the decisions were made on like what you said back to somebody I felt like it didn't mm-hmm. give me enough time to choose most of the time because the other yeah. person wouldn't even be fucking done talking yet before like the the dialogue bubble would disappear so the first like chunk of that game I was like you know what I'm not going to say anything to anyone for this whole fucking game I'm not like if the option is there for me to not say anything that's what I'm going to do and I did that for like the first <laughs> 2 hours or so and then I was like okay Alright, th the, the, the completely silent. <laughs> completely silent. Yeah, I literally would not respond or say anything to anyone. And then finally I was like kind of really getting into the story and stuff, and I was like, okay, I gotta I gotta start putting my own flavor into this. Okay. Uh yeah, I loved I walking it. around with that little um with the with the radio or whatever, tuning to all the different frequencies and finding the little weird messages and all that shit. It was a really fun time. Yeah soundtrack yeah, I love the incredible. Atmosphere. Shouts out yeah. to Scientific. Mm-hmm. Scientific really really uh killing it on these these uh these soundtracks. So good. Um yeah, and I'm excited for the the sequel Me to Oxo Free. Me too. Yeah. Man, I'm kind of excited for the sequel to Alan Wake, but I, I need to finish Alan Wake first before I Oh, yeah, you do. Do that again. I, um I need to finish uh Quantum Break, um, the what other remedy. remedy game. Um, I so never I can, even like, played it. Yeah, dude, it's on Game Pass, I think. Still. Oh really? Uh, yeah, um, at least on console. Um, but yeah, you yeah, finish out my my Re- remedy games so it can be in that. I can know all about the extended remedy universe <laughs> or whatever <laughs> you know. Yes. Be caught up. Um, but yeah speaking of all these upcoming games i'll uh, that's what most likely i'll probably be doing in 2022 is uh filling out my or playing my backlog Same. um but i am interested in the stuff that's coming coming out um are you interested in elden ring yes but not that interested i think right um because i just i think it's because i haven't finished a from game yet like i still have so many other other of those games to finish right um i want to get to those before then but it would be kind of nice to actually play this um game when it comes out so i can like you know be within that sphere when it comes out right yeah i feel like those games are right when they come out is the best time to play them because everyone's kind of suffering together right and it looks good i mean it looks 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 pretty to to learn to play and die numerous amounts of times yeah i hope Mm -hmm. something about it though it's been like the least interesting of all of those games to me like watching the when i watched like the little you know whenever they've done their beta weekend the demo weekends or whatever the fuck i've just been like there's no there's not really it doesn't seem like there's flavor text on any of the items and I don't really know what's going on like what is the deal here i feel like a lot of the environmental storytelling and stuff like that is some of my favorite shit about yeah. from games and uh, i don't get really much of a vibe from this game when i watch the uh the trailers and stuff for it right yeah hopefully that's not the case and just like trying to keep it, it a secret or something stuff, yeah. yeah hopefully but we shall see on that. Um, yep. I'm looking forward to this game called Somerville. Somerville. Yeah. I've I don't know a it. whole lot about it, but I've, I remember watching a trailer for it like years ago, um, but they recently just made another trailer um, this past video game awards, I think. And it's from some ex founders, developers of play dead so like limbo and Ooh. inside and it still has this sort of um minimal abstract like very stylized uh visual aesthetic that those games are known for as well so looks cool like it seems like my my kind of game and some cool camera work and a very narrative setting yeah so i'm looking, looking at screenshots for, right now it looks beautiful looks really cool Mm -hmm. yeah looking forward to that um what else have you got or do you have anything else yeah i have a god of war ragnarok i think that's coming out maybe i have a feeling for some reason a lot of these games we're gonna mention are gonna get pushed back to uh another year or so Mm -hmm. but uh god of war ragnarok i enjoyed the, the previous one so this looks cool i'm excited for like what they do with the characters and everything and makes me want to go back to the previous one and replay it a bit um i probably will not play it on release because i do not have a ps5 though so uh but either way i'm kind of stoked to see more of it yeah yeah i never finished the uh the last god of war yeah it's i don't know if i ever will to be honest (laughs) It has a fun combat system and everything, and for some reason, I I get these feelings of want wanting to replay it. Um, like it wasn't at the time; it wasn't like something outstanding for me, mm-hmm. but it's, it was feels like it'll be fun to get back into. Yeah. Also, I have on my list is the Callisto Protocol. It's a like survival horror game from some. X creator like or some creators of Dead Space, so it should be interesting. Although it's also set in the PUBG universe, and I and I, I don't know what? how that kind of I don't I don't know anything about that. Like it, it sounds weird to even say. Like I don't know what to expect from that PUBG universe. Yeah, apparently um, that's thing. Like, if I remember it correctly, that's 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 the case. These screenshots <laughs> look terrifying. Mm-hmm. That's but. Awesome. uh I mean I mean I'm I'm excited for anything that has you know Dead Space attached to it including the the remake that should be coming out next year too. Um super excited for that and getting more Dead Space and just right. seeing how they change it up. Um should be interesting. Yeah, definitely. I tried to play Dead Space uh this year but then I I encountered a bug where I couldn't get through the, the, you know, that first hallway where that guy is supposed to get dragged into it and you're supposed to fight a monster or whatever. One of the tentacle thing. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, I couldn't get through the door at all. Oh no. Like wouldn't let me through the, it would play the first bit of that cutscene or whatever the guy getting dragged. And then it literally wouldn't let me pass through that doorway. Damn. And I dug forever and it was like, had something to do with like a frame rate limiter and all this other stuff. And I was just like, fuck dude, I don't want to, I can't. to play the game i played i played through that intro like four times trying to um make it work or make it work work somehow yeah yeah, exactly Mm -hmm. (laughs) but (laughs) i loved i loved my time with dead Dead, uh dead space whenever i first played it yeah it's it's one of my definitely one of my favorites especially just favorite game memories to have because i remember like during that time i was i was still kind of like weary and scared of those type of games so like what i do when i played dead space to like lessen the effect of be- being scared was just like play music over top of it like in oh, my xbox 360 and like um but there's like, came a point when i was like this is disrespectful to the game so i turned it <laughs> off um dude i miss when they had that shit like baked into the console like the 360 and stuff like mm-hmm. you could in like have custom soundtracks for pretty much everything yeah yeah so. <laughs> Yeah. Um another thing on my list is Senua's saga, Hellblade 2. Um I'm a fan of the first one. Pretty cool. Looks cool. This I never finished the first same. One. Just check it out. It's a uh, How cool. Combat is it? isn't always the greatest, but it's the just the feel of it and like, yeah I like what it work. does with like binaural audio or whatever and all the fucking stuff. it's mm-hmm. supposed to like make you feel insane right yeah it's cool. pretty uh, pretty wild what they do and the performance from uh, I think her name is Melina Juergens as Sinua is great like I'm like I think that's like the most thing I'm like the thing I'm most excited for for the to get more of because it's very really good hell yeah yeah any more on your list? Yeah, I really want to play Rumbleverse. Rumbleverse. Yes, it's a uh it's a like a, a battle royale but it's like wrestling themed kind of. Oh. So it's it's like melee and wrestling themed so you're like fucking suplexing people off of su- skyscrapers <laughs> and shit like that and it's I I just I have to play, I can't wait to play it. And that's coming out in February. Nice. So that I think will be really cool. It's made by uh Iron Galaxy, the um, makers of Divekick, and also uh, oh, really? the later what? seasons of uh, Killer Instinct. So I think they'll do a good job with this show. Okay. And the people that I know that have played it, like, have um, beta tested it, and friends and family and shit like that, have said that like it's incredible. And um, I'm very, I'm very much looking forward to that. Awesome. I'm also sort of looking forward to Breath of the Wild two, if that ever. I don't think it'll come out next year but mm-hmm. if it does yeah it. i need to uh, <laughs> i need to finish the first one yeah, it's a t- it's, I, st- I still have not finished the first one but i think i will by the time the second one comes out yeah i, I want to say i will but we'll see what happens who knows yeah that's yeah. a that's a, a tough game to you can't just like power through it really you know you kind of that kind of has to be, you have to be in the it's for that. it's damn breakable items like that's what really gets me at the very beginning breakable items yeah yeah a lot of people hate it hate the yeah i think it's kind of core to what it is though and Mm -hmm. um it would be weird if like it would be too easy i think with if if it was not and there's also something so interesting about like saving an item for something you know like you have like a powerful weapon and being like i'm not gonna use this yet i'm gonna save it for and just fight shit right. with a stick until I... <laughs> I think that's interesting. I, I won't say that I enjoy it. Obviously, it like makes the game more miserable to play when, when your stuff breaks. But I appreciate it. Right. That's about it for me, though. Honestly, like this whole next year is going to be... I'm just trying to get through my backlog. and. Same same games that uh like alan wake i really want to play alan wake um yeah like i've said i've i've gotten into metal gear from the very beginning and i have so far completed the first two that was on um msx 2 um and i'll be getting into the 3d uh metal gears so metal gear solid in a new year at some point and trying to get get through those games and see Dude, you are a South stealth, stealth are. gamer now. I am made the full transition. That's, awesome. <laughs> That's cool. I really would like to play Death Stranding this this year. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I think I try to play Death Stranding once a year, and and once a year I always get to like the part where it's like after the wind farm, and I'm just like, all oh, right, I'm done with this. <laughs> but I know that the director's cut shit added a lot of like quality of life stuff and and cool stuff. So that might be my avenue back in. Yeah, I've really wanted to get back to playing that game, but I want to also play like the director's cut version and play with those uh, additions and everything. And it yeah. makes it seems like it'll be just much more fun to play as well. Right. Um, cool things have been added to it. And... I know a lot of people like hated that hated Death Stranding have really come around on it since the director's cut has come out, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah, it's because I think such it's fascinating great. It's a great game. game. It's so fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really like of recent memory. That's like the like within the past like five years. That's the game that I think about the most. I think that just pops up in my head and like like during whatever and like think about the feelings I get from that game or like certain moments, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I, it just like translates really well into real world stuff, Definitely. like like especially like the pandemic stuff and everything. Dude, and, like how did Kojima know that like all <laughs> of this like it's exactly the same like we're basically mm-hmm. living in fucking Death Stranding? Right. And just the idea um. of the whole concept of like trekking through till the like to the end to like accomplish your goal is like um something I've been working on a lot lately and everything and that game certainly I I would credit that game for helping me also kind of internalize that aspect aspect of living really yeah definitely but yeah love that so yeah i think that's our uh that's our episode right that's that's it that, Yeah, that's well uh, you know what I, al- I also picked up mass effect legendary edition for ten dollars oh. whenever amazon like mispriced it for a second and uh i've got i've got that ready to rip I'm gonna, I, I loved, I really loved Mass Effect 1, and I'm curious to see how it holds up, especially with, I mean, the reviews for this shit are good, like, it seems mm-hmm. people like the Legendary Edition, and I didn't play 3 at all, so. I've watched my friend play the first, like, a lot of the first one, and I really liked watching it, but I don't think it's a game that I enjoy, I would, I would enjoy playing. Right. Um, yeah. It's just something, something about, something about it, I don't know, but. I like I like that kind of sci-fi of like, almost like the diplomatic type of thing and well, doing those uh, choices and everything. Um, yeah. It's interesting. It's, it's very like of an era sort of game too, especially the, the, like Bioware ass decision making yeah. and stuff. It's, uh, it's interesting. But nice. Yeah, that's it. That's it for me. No more okay. games. I can't afford to play any more games <laughs> next year. I won't, probably won't even make it to most of these. But uh, right. I'm, I'm gonna try. Yes, same, same. We'll see how far we get. Um, but yeah, that's our episode. Um, it's been nice coming back and talking about games we played and games we like to play. Yes. And talking uh, with you, Andrew. It's been great talking with you, Kobe. Yes. All um, right. Should I end it? Yeah. Let's uh. Let's end it thank you for listening to this episode of and we got older if you'd like to send us any questions or game recommendations you can reach us at agopodcast at gmail.com that's A-W-G-O podcast at gmail.com or follow us on instagram at agopodcast you can reach us there as well our intro and outro music is and we got older by jim guthrie i'm andrew evans i'm kobe McGraw. until next time we did it